and welcome back to another episode of We Making It Woo! I'm so excited, guys. Okay, so as I have said before, if you want to be a part of the conversation, please email me at katysmiles.nyc at gmail.com. That's Katie because it's my name. That smiles because my smile is what? It's cute. Yes, it is. And it's dot NYC because that's where we at. So what happened last night? Okay, so we are, by the time you hear this, this didn't happen last last night, but you get the point. It happened last night. Um, The trains were really, really messed up. The Q train, I don't even know what's wrong. You know, I don't even know. I don't know. All I know is it's not running all weekend, but I was fortunate here i was fortunate love was on my side last night i did not have to take the bus i got to take the train emily i know you're listening i know you weren't as lucky um y'all she didn't it took her like two hours to get home from long island city shout out to you boo because i know last night was tough (laughs) oh 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 but since emily wasn't home i figured i could just watch some tv until she got home i started watching the shy uh which is executively produced by this guy whose name I'm going to forget, but it's written by Lena Waithe, and obviously we all love Lena Waithe. Um, but it's really, really good. Also, if you if you have some time and you want to do the Showtime free trial, so don't pay for it, just do it for the seven days and then cancel it before it's supposed to, before the fee goes through. I'm about that life. The Whitney, the last Whitney Houston documentary, I also watched that a couple of nights ago. Y'all, it's really, really good. Like, I saw the one on Lifetime uh, that was produced, I think, executively by Angela Bassett. And I know a lot of people were, uh, weren't were happy with it for whatever reason. Um, but this one is a documentary. And so the footage is some of it is never before seen. Uh, this one also talks about her relationship with Robin, her manager. Uh, and it maybe tackles the issue of her of Whitney potentially being bisexual um and I don't know if that's of interest to most people but it's a really interesting look at um Whitney Houston potentially dying from a broken heart rather than drugs and I think I'm going to talk about it in another episode but I just think it's really really good but it's only available on Showtime so if you have Hulu you can actually get it and just add Showtime to your Hulu subscription but if you want to just be cute Get the Showtime subscription, do the free trial, and then get the Whitney Houston and the episodes of The Shy, which I think the new episodes come out in April. It's really, 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 really good. So that's what happened last night. Um, what am I reading? Guys, I'm still reading the same three books. It's hard out here for a pimp. Let me tell you, I just be trying my, I just be trying. I be really out here trying. But uh, for those new listeners, I'm still working through In Living Color. Uh, homie, don't play that which is the story of a living color by David Peisner. Um, I'm also reading in the company of women, which was composed or put together. She's not the author, but her name is Grace Bonnie. Uh, and I'm also getting through. You're a badass with the author whose name I'm escaping, but y'all this book is, Oh, I'm just late to the game. So yes, yes. And yes. And without further ado, I have some really, 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 really well-dressed <laughs> and special guests. Sasha, guys, can you introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Mitsuko. Hello, and I'm Anya. (laughs) If you don't know who Mitsuko and Anya are, they are the the leaders of the Yaya's. And, (laughs) oh, 
the yaya's and the Mitch Yaya followers. I know you're out there and you better be listening and I just adore you. Please keep coming to Gibney and show us all what we're supposed to look like on Saturday and Friday nights. You're the bomb, but these are your leaders here. In some ways they're my leaders too. It's really, really epic. Thanks. These two are awesome and I'm so happy to have them on this power couple series. So guys, first question's always the same. What are you making? Mm. We're making dance. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are actually uh, in the middle process of our work, uh, We, that will be premiered in April at the 14th Street Y. Um, so that's mainly what we're making right now. Um, and um, it's... It's pretty much just uh, something that we felt like society needed at this time. Um, it's a piece about um, gender identity and um, kind of at first it, it started off as trying to build a utopia. But then as the year progressed, we realized that that's not exactly what um, should be spoken about yeah. right now. Um yeah, so we're just trying to finish that <laughs> by April. Yeah, it's our big solo show of the year. Um, so it's a big deal for us because it's also the first time we've been presented by a theater. Wow. Uh, so that feels nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and sort of what Anya said, we're just putting all our little brain powers, art, Yes, into this. Okay, okay. So let's go back a bit before we had the yayas and the Michi of the yaya. <laughs> How did you guys meet? I think I know, but everybody else listening doesn't know. <laughs> so we met through dance. We met through uh, Ron Brown's intensive, which ah, is very see, close I thought to it here. was Emia. Mm-hmm. I messed up. Yes, shout mm-hmm. out to Ron Brown and <laughs> yes. Evidence Dance Company, who had a. I interned with them when they had a residency here at Brick. So oh, shout out to Brick cool. too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, so we met there in two different summer intensives. What? So like we met, we re-met at the, like the next one and it was just like, oh, hey, Anya, but like nothing thinking of it. And yeah. then we re-met a third time at Earl Mosley's Institute of the Arts summer intensive. Oh. And by that time we were like, wait, okay, I've seen you a bunch of times now. Uh, and then Earl Mosley asked us to be in this show in honor of Dudley Williams. Yes. Um, and by that show, it's like, wait, we should hang out. We should. Yeah. We we kind of yeah. was just like, well, um, Mitzi uh, was like, oh, you know, I graduated Carnegie, from Carnegie Mellon with a visual arts degree. And I graduated from La- Long Island University. Um, with a dance degree and I was or am very passionate about choreography so um, we pretty much just wanted to put ideas together and kind of uh, I don't know we didn't really think of uh, bringing other people into it we kind of just wanted to riff off of each other and then um, after we realized like oh, we have really cool ideas, then that's when we built more 
of it. <laughs> More of the Nietzsche and the yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but was there something about each other that made you think like, oh, our ideas will work well together? Because you guys have basically just seen each other dance. And mm-hmm. I mean, I obviously see the correlation between choreography and visual art, but it's not... Um, it could easily not be anticipated. Mm-hmm. So I guess what I'm saying is what was that thing that was like, oh, I'd love to work with you? Was there something about it personally or was it just like maybe a conversation that you had? I think it was more personal. I think it was just that we were both individually hungry to make work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we just happened to meet and it happened to be like, let's put our ideas together. Yeah. Because uh, I just really wanted to continue my practice sort of as a visual artist, performance artist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I sort of didn't know where to start. And Anya... I had already kind of established that I wanted to choreograph and make work. So yeah, um, we kind of just put our ideas together. But the also connector was sort of the beginning of all of this was I asked her to go have like a park lunch. <laughs> At night, at night. Oh, park lunch. Uh At night time. I mean, I like breakfast for dinner, so I'm here for it. The whole time in my head, I was like, this is a date. This is a date. This is a date. Okay, so wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yes, and then press play. So, okay. So we got this one thing of like, oh, let's put ideas together. Were you hoping to put ideas together because you thought you were cute? Like somebody thought somebody was cute? Or were you putting ideas together? But Like, I need to know. Okay, so I'm, <laughs> I'm going to tell you from my point of view <laughs> of how this um, this started. So we met, at, we met up again at EMEA and um, Mitzi was a little more like, cl- not clingy, but like, because wanted to like talk more. Yeah. And me, I'm just like, oh, hey, girl, what's up? Mm. And then when we did the Dudley William performance, we realized that we were both from New York. I didn't oh, know she was from here. Oh, okay. So then I was like, oh, cool, we're both from here. Like, let's hang out. Let's be friends. Yeah. Um, And so then she proposed the park lunch slash dinner slash, you know, date. Yeah. But in my head, I'm just like, oh, she's cool. Like, we're friends. Like, and I had just gotten out of a relationship, so I was not trying to. You wasn't even thinking about it. No, no. So to all the listeners out there, I just want to preface, <laughs> if you have not heard episode with Dubois, the episode with Dubois and Camry, Misko is also a Capricorn. <laughs> and I know, I don't know if you're a Capricorn out there listening, but I don't want you to think that I think low. I actually think very highly of Capricorns. And you <laughs> made myself being one, really. Um... But Misko, from your perspective, I'm gonna I preface that because I feel like I know what's coming, but I'm gonna just entertain it to see if I'm right. So, what was it? Did you want to share ideas because you thought Anya was cute, or did you want to share ideas because you thought that there was some collaborative juices that just needed to flow? Like, give me the four one one on the two one one. I don't know this answer. <laughs> uh, I would say a little bit of both. Okay. Okay. Because. In Earl Mosley's intensive, we were actually also uh, chosen to be in the same work, performing together. Mm-hmm. And Anya had a very um, leadership attitude in that rehearsal setting. Yeah, and I was like, oh, like you she be, was stepping you wanted up. To be late? Yeah, you wanted to be late. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I gotta go for it, guys. But I'm just, I'm not playing. But if you didn't want to be late, you could totally answer no. It's fine. 
But, you know, by the Dudley Williams performance, I was like, oh, she's cute. <laughs> I so, see. So we had, we had, we, a little bit so of we had seen what we had wanted. We observed, weighed our pros and our cons <laughs> because Capricorns are very, I'd like to think we're thorough. We don't go <laughs> yes. for things haphazardly for sure. or unknowingly. <laughs> Right, right, for because sure, we have sure. to be smart about it in our investments. This is investments, really, <laughs> when you think about it. Okay, great. Now that I feel secure in this um, getting together thing, okay, so you, you get together, it's no. Let's not even skip for just a second. So you had the date. <laughs> <laughs> then what happened? Uh, we had... I'm still not thinking it's a date, by the way. I'm like, yes, <laughs> Anya's just by the, eating a sandwich, yeah. <laughs> enjoying the humid New York air. Yeah, by the end of the date, I was like, oh, this is a date. I see that this is a date. <laughs> and then I started to make the initiation of like, oh, she's actually pretty cool. Like Then, then the second date was my initiation. I see. Yeah. I which, see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and sort of the like then collaborating and starting the Michi of the Yaya, we didn't know what that was yet, was yes. all happening sort of at the same time. So, like, we went into the studio together and started just playing around. We were going on these random dates. Uh, yeah. yeah. And actually, after the first um, studio session together, that's when we f- were like, oh, we should get other bodies in the space with us. Because... Oh, yeah, because... Um, I personally like my movement on other bodies, so yeah. um, we held an audition, and that's when we started to get more bodies, and then through that process, our relationship started to grow more. Hmm. Um, was there something that happened in that first session that made you think, like, we can build something? Or what was that? What as Outside of, like, you wanting to see mm-hmm. other movement, or your movement on other people's bodies, what mm-hmm. was that, like, moment of, like, damn, we mm-hmm. can we can grow? For me, it was being able to riff off of one another so easily mm-hmm. and not having any type of like hostility or confusion. Like, it wasn't confusing, it just came naturally. Yeah. Um, and it also helped that she kind of, Mincy kind of already had um, solid ideas that she wanted to play with, and I was just like creating movement around it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it worked from that session because we had very different ways of making or, you know, so yeah. my ideas were totally different from hers. So I knew, OK, if we collaborate, it's going to be something, you know. Yeah, complimentary rather yeah. than um, fighting for which idea is going to win. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And so please tell everybody the story of how we got the Mitchie of the Yaya. <laughs> I already know the story. Yes, this is important. <laughs> Tell us all. You got this. The name? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I really am not into like word names for companies. What's a, What would be an example of a word name for a company? Like Ronis Dance Company. <laughs> I don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> so I was like, not a word. I felt because it was two people, it shouldn't be like, you know, whoever, last name, dance company, you know? Yeah. So, um, a nickname. Well, that- you, should, you should go back on like <laughs> how it started. So, after. It was um, because of the audition. 
I think. Yeah. So after that studio session, yeah. we had to put up our information on Dance NYC. Right. We figured that people are more willing to apply to things when they know that it's legit. So right. Right. We just really came up with a name like fast. So <laughs> Mitzi. Um, my nickname that yeah. my grandma calls me is Michang, and part of, if you break up Michang, also Mitsuko, can people say Michi? Yeah. Uh, so I said, okay, let's do Michi, and then but. We wanted a nickname for Anya, and Anya... But my name is short, so it's hard yeah. to get yes, a nickname, yes, you yes. know? So. so we said, yeah, yeah, and then we just put it together. It's like, Michi, Michi yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, okay, it rolls off the tongue. It definitely you know? does. Yeah. And I also think when I, I don't know, I have theories, guys, about Michi Yaya, just because, <laughs> let me give a little bit of background story. So I, everybody knows I work at Gibney, and Gibney has performances galore at least you know there are some there are some nice there's like three performances and those people if you're out there and you come to the desk and you're like i'm here for performance and we're like which one those are the nice are like really drop nuts <laughs> but the night that really rains like always will be a memory in my head is the night that you guys had what was it your benefit it was a pop, gibney's pop performance yeah. thing in one of their studios yeah. yes and Michi Yaya. So everybody has a look. I don't care if you don't like your look or you do like your look. Everybody has a look. But and and if you are if you work at Gibney, you know what kind of people Gibney attracts. I know it's only going to be so many people of color. No, this is not a dig on Gibney. It's just <laughs> the people that they attract. I know it's only going to be a certain type of shoe that I'm going to see, <laughs> a certain type of pant. I know Gibney folk when I see them down the street. I can spot them from a mile away. <laughs> Mitchie Yaya folk is a whole nother breed. <laughs> they have they wear things like their their fingernails. <laughs> I can literally look and be like, mm. and so when it when the when that when they had their event, it was just like Mitchie Yaya was down one hall and the other performance was the other hall. And I'm literally like, what's the the guys who do director planes? Oh no, you're going that way. Oh no, you're going that way. Oh no, you're going that way. Guys, I literally messed up one time. So I say that to say, you guys, though, um, maybe like really easily it sounds, you guys have like, I feel like you guys have built a culture around yeah. what you believe in and yeah. like also how you look. Yeah. And your followers have ascribed in such a way that's just like, yeah, we're here for it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I think that is, I, I mean, do you think that that's powerful? Did you expect you that? You saying it, you you telling us about it. Yeah, I feel like I don't see it. Like, <laughs> I don't like, you know, I don't know. I just feel like this is just how I dress, or this is just like you know what I have on my finger. I don't know. It's it's hard. It's hard to see it when you're in it, but you saying it makes a lot of sense because yes. I guess we're we can be a cult. <laughs> Yeah, I mean a good one. I mean, yeah, a good one. <laughs> fly clothes, fly hair, bright colors, definitely bold fashion choices. I'm just here for like I. It's so exciting on an eight eight o'clock at Gibney on a Friday night. Mm. Ain't nothing too riveting besides them kids. <laughs> then you got people walking around like like bright like what's like suits. royal yeah. blue suits, <laughs> deglatage to the max. Yeah. I see cleavage over here, cleavage over there. <laughs> Big butts over here. I'm like, yes. Who are you, people? I want to be a yaya yeah, yeah, too. That's, that's beautiful to hear because also I feel, you know, part of our mission is like body positivity and being an individual, like yeah. really being who you are. Uh, 
So that's nice. Yes, to but and resonates. I'm curious then about how you guys have been able to cultivate this mission between yourselves. Not only do you look always great, but you do uh, attract a community that is hella diverse in the way that it looks, both fashion, but also just like in gender presentation, um, tone, just all the things. <laughs> I feel like um, if every dance community has a, a vibe, Michiaya, I would say, is like the one that the vibe is that come as you are. How have you guys been able to cultivate that in a partnership and then bring that to all of these followers and your dancers? I think it's that <laughs> in the art practice and in our home life is not, is accepting, okay, this is how, I, not that we can't change and can't grow and evolve, yeah. but like this is how Anya is, this is how Mitsuko is. And we're respecting that and trying to work with that and right. not um, try to change each other. Yeah. Yeah. I think it has to be like the changing is the growth together, but not like <laughs> with me, it's like I'm a little bit messy. <laughs> I don't like to do the Marie Kondo folding. No thanks. <laughs> just, just put it away. <laughs> and I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> I'm like, so this chair was designated for clothes to just throw on. Okay, I'm gonna move the chair. Oh, so now you're gonna put the pile on the on the AC. <laughs> so now we just changing locations. You're not even gonna put it away. Okay. How do you do negotiate that space? Because it is. Um, yeah. I guess I want to be really clear that when I went for this, uh, when I made the goal of having a couples episode, it was obviously it's to come through with all the mush. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed it, guys. <laughs> but it's also to be really frank about the reality of working working so close to someone that you uh, are intimate with. Mm -hmm. So how do you negotiate both spaces given that you are so different and you're mm -hmm. not, you're looking to compromise, you're not looking to change? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think what helps with us is that we talk about everything. We don't, wait or i should say we allow the other person to be who they are for a time yeah and then we address the things that we feel can be addressed and then see how the other person can take it and how they can sort of conform and make it a happy home yeah um so, like, for instance, with the cleaning, I know she's messy. I'm not messy. But if I see that, okay, sometimes she actually puts effort into, like, putting things away. If I see the next time she doesn't put something away, I'm not going to say anything, you know? Yeah. But when it becomes excessive, that's when we have to talk about it. Right, right. You know? Right. So it's just understanding that those boundaries and understanding that the other person just needs some clarity yes like, yes i too yeah need clarity <laughs> i want to be the first to confess that i leave drawers open <laughs> i really and that's really the tip of the iceberg emily once said to me that like i know katie's home because i can just look around and i can see where she's gone because she literally leaves a trail it's not of things thank you very much but like i leave the refrigerator open 
Uh, first of all, the, I just want to be really clear. These both of these people just literally looked at me and their faces just dropped. It is a method to my madness. Sometimes if I'm putting a lot of groceries away, I don't see the point in closing the refrigerator every time. It could take me five minutes between having to put the things away, but I just figure leave it open. It's going to be fine. Sometimes I put like, like chips in the freezer because... <laughs> I'm thinking so much. I be dreaming about these. Like I be talking about interviews. Y'all are, have a really great internal dialogue. So sometimes like stuff that's supposed to be on the pantry side ends up in the freezer. Mm. And then like chairs don't get pushed in. Mm. And then the doors stay open. And then the drawer is open. Mm. But I make the bed. Mm. So I too... I too, um, I just need some clarity, really, because Mm -hmm. I sometimes don't remember that I do these things. Mm -hmm. And then Emily comes home and is like, did you see it? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, I did that? (laughs) I did that? (laughs) Are you you sure? And and then (laughs) it doesn't make any sense to ask if I'm sure. Because she literally has a completely different temperament, so I know she didn't do it. (laughs) It's going to be okay, but I say that to say I need clarity, too. I don't mm-hmm. think clarity is wrong to ask for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I think it's super um, I think it's super admirable that you guys have been able to, cult, like, you've been able to figure out which way to negotiate, which way to negotiate in that particular space. Mm-hmm. Is it more difficult when you are creatively working versus, like, intimately working, like cleaning? Mm. No. Creatively is way easier, for me at least. Um, I think also because when we started the company, we established our roles. So yeah. there's no muddiness or no like shady area. Mitzi uh, is visual and conceptual yeah. side, and I'm solely choreography. Along yeah. with, you know, obviously we both riff off, and like if she gives me something choreography, I give her something visually. Yeah. But when it comes to decision making, yeah. Um, for the majority of it, it's like this: I do this, you do this. Yeah, um, almost like a checks and balances system. Yeah, which I think helps with the personal life. Yeah, because I think if both were super muddy, then it would give be a complete headache. <laughs> well, because there would be then it would be difficult to figure out whose job is whose. Yeah, not to say that like every not <clears throat> to say that every couple has a job, every person in the couple has a job, but I do think everybody should play to their strengths oh, of course yeah it's probably not going to be the best if you're if emily was like what was something like if emily was like cook every night mm. no <laughs> it's not gonna happen i can cook and i do cook but the the there are just certain strengths that i or better yet keep all doors closed all the time or, or put things exactly how you found them. Y'all, she told me that one time. I'm still struggling. <laughs> don't don't give me tasks that really take a lot of brain power. Yeah. I use a lot of brain power for other things. Mm-hmm. And, I th- and I bring that up because you, I think it's good in terms of roles and jobs. I think it's good for everybody to play to their strengths. Mm-hmm. If I'm not good at closing doors, don't give me that job. Mm-hmm. Just tell me to put things close mm-hmm. to how I found them. Not exactly. Can I talk for, can I, yes, can I yes. talk for Emily? <laughs> okay. <laughs> because Mitzi's the same way. 
So Capricorn. like scatterbrain, scatterbrain. Like we just have a lot on our minds. Oh my gosh, you know, like the one thing that really gets me is <laughs> putting clothes back on a hanger and like putting it back properly. Oh, like so that shit. when you get stuff out, it's not five yes. hangers that come out at the same time, right? Or five things of clothing exactly. on one hanger. Right. Right. But when Mitzi actually puts her mind to doing something of putting things back where they got them or closing the doors or you know though along those lines then you realize that her thought process in the creative process is very clear and it's easier for her it's easier for her to like relax at night because things are way they where they should be and that's why i love Maria, what's her name? Marie, Marie Kondo's Kondo. Maria, <laughs> if you're out there and you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> because it's the truth. It's the truth. You know, you put those all the energy into just setting your house where it needs to be. Then yeah. everything else outside is great, and your mind can like chill. She what's did. Saying? Well, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. The way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Mm-hmm. Oh damn! Mm-hmm. Like, shit. Yeah. I was literally thinking mm-hmm. shit. Well, because, <laughs> well, Emily also was like, um, what did she say? She was like, you're not present. You're not. Because if you were, you would remember that the door was closed. And I was like, I am present. <laughs> I'm presently thinking about something else. Mm-hmm. So I ain't got time for this damn door to be closed. Mm-hmm. She had a good point. <laughs> the other thing is, like, on top of the dating, on top of the art making, because we just started out, Michi is only three years old. We're wow. still also the administrators and Mm. the so it's doing all the like behind the scenes work too yeah uh so it's just like another layer of work and like tasks Mm. and managing so i think i'm also scatterbrained sometimes because i'm like we've got to do this and yeah send this grant and yeah answer back this email yeah and i and i definitely think our brains are great Mm -hmm. at remembering things Mm -hmm. it's just not doors deciphering oh great it's I great. Am, I'm so weird. I think we're quite decisive. Mm-hmm. We don't have time to go back and forth. We no. just pick a thing. Yes. It's just that thing. But is it's just like, usually it be... not the hanger on it... the jeans. <laughs> yes. I'm wearing Emily's <laughs> denim jacket today. When I say she just yelled at me, she didn't yell, but she politely asked me to put it on the hanger correctly like two nights ago. <laughs> Let us all hope that I put it on the right hanger the right way this time because she really don't like it. <laughs> She goes for the jacket and like five other items of clothing come with it. And she's like, babe, what are you doing? See, you see? And I've also learned that I just have to be nice when I ask you to do these things. Oh, yes. Please be nice. Because I don't want yeah. you to th- I don't want you to think that I at least this is my person. Yeah. What do you think? I don't want her to think that it's uh, like out of like out of rudeness. Mm-hmm. I literally just sometimes I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like. When it's not asked nicely, then I just get annoyed and I don't want to do it, you know. Oh, Betty and I probably, oh, I'm going to forget even more. Oh, I'm a, oh, I got selective memory now. I'm going to select not to remember that. Yeah. You, oh, 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 you got that. Oh, you got an attitude? <laughs> oh, that, yeah. oh, that's fine. You can put it away. I don't, I don't even want to touch it. I don't even want to look at it no more. It's fine. I don't want to yeah. even, nope. I don't, I don't, I don't want to, nope. Um, but that's. <laughs> I think this is the first episode that has been that's talked a little bit more candidly about differences. Yeah. Um, 
what but you also have sp- I mean have there and um, hmm, let me get my thoughts together have there been moments creatively where you weren't on the same page um or have there been moments intimately where you weren't on the same page and it affected the creative and if so how did you guys negotiate that space hmm. I think when that comes up it's usually one of us just being quiet and sort of waiting uh sometimes i can jump too quick to tell anya no i'm i don't like that idea Mm -hmm. sort of creatively Mm -hmm. uh but i think when i just wait and sort of see what she where she's going with this Mm -hmm. movement or with this idea then it works out and i know where to like add in my Mm -hmm. sauce or whatever yeah Uh, Yeah, I would guess the only thing really is just patience between ideas and like letting things or trying things out before saying no. Um, But we never really had anything creatively um, that was that we never agreed on. Mm -hmm. Um, And if we did, it was just nipped in the butt really quickly. Yeah. Uh, I think that's also one of our strengths as a couple creatively. We can just like, okay, that idea is not going to work. Okay, next. (laughs) I wonder too if that's a Capricorn thing. I know I'm equating all things to Capricorn now. (laughs) I know it's an Aquarius thing for sure. Well, no, I'm talking about the not listening thing. I too (laughs) am quick to be like, that ain't going to work. Yeah. (laughs) And it's not, and I don't even like, I don't give it no kind of chance. (laughs) Shout out to Elise. I know Elise listens to this. Elise probably listens to this podcast. Elise is, uh, works also at Gibney. Elise had something in the meeting yesterday. I was like, we ain't doing that. <laughs> and she going on and on about, and I know that, I don't know if that makes me think I'm a bad employee. I don't know if that makes me look like I'm a bad employee, but it just wasn't going to work. Y'all, it wasn't going to work. And Elise is giving all kinds of ideas and things. And I'm like, we ain't doing that. Everybody else chiming in like, well, it could be. And I'm like, we're not. Mm. I think that's what she means by just like, listen. Mm. We ain't doing that. (laughs) I hear you. And I'm listening in this moment. Mm -hmm. And I could be better. Mm. Just not by that. (laughs) And I think intimately it's, it's about the clarity of what you were saying before. Of like, as long as we're clear and we communicate, then we won't get in like weird yes situation yes and i do uh in, like I, said, I keep referring to camry camry and dubois too dubois strength needed to grow to be listening more because mm. i think uh i've said this before in all of the episodes you can see who's who like you can listen to an episode and be like oh no i'm that person mm. sometimes there's a little bit of gray area like oh i have some of that and i have some of this but usually <laughs> nine times out of ten <laughs> there's always a one and there's always the other. And you just kind of figure out who you are. Uh, and I think what's super great that maybe I didn't expect mm-hmm. with the interviews is that you got, I think all of, all of the couples have found a way to figure out who's who and how to work with each other versus work in opposition. And I mm-hmm. think that that's super important because I, my next question would be, then be how have you seen yourself grow from this partnership? Mm-hmm both creatively but also just like personally intimately mm-hmm. etc i'm new <laughs> to the love language <laughs> philosophy <laughs> but definitely learning that 
people don't have the same love languages and explain, let's explain yeah let's explain well what love as language i'm saying is. i'm new to this so a love language for those of you who yeah. don't know and also if you want to chime in people over there people listening but also you too mm-hmm. a love language is uh is essentially how you show love and also how you receive love mm-hmm. uh, somebody out there whose name i forgot wrote a book about it mm-hmm. and it's supposed to increase intimacy because it's right. it's allowing you to pinpoint once again how you show love and how you receive love mm-hmm. and hopefully if you can communicate it healthily your partner can then show you and receive love that works for you too mm-hmm. and so it just makes everything a little bit just easier right so i have learned that <laughs> anya's love language <laughs> is not mine and mine isn't hers <laughs> and i think in the beginning of our relationship i was doing things that i thought i would like yeah and She'd be like, oh, yeah, whatever. And I'd be like, what? In my head, like, you how don't like this? How dare you? Yeah, how dare you? I thought about this. <laughs> you need to like it more. <laughs> yes. What are you doing? But I've learned that <laughs> it's just a matter of me listening, getting to know what actually Anya likes and, like, what her love language is. Uh, then I can give her proper gifts or whatever, you know. Right. Love. Right. right. Yeah, and for me, it's... This relationship has helped me get my shit together. Really? In what oh ways? my god! I I was the ultimate procrastinator before <laughs> meeting Mitzi to the point where I would barely get things done. Damn. Um, but now uh, seeing how like so attentive she is to detail and attentive to like getting things done on time. Yeah. I feel like I have to be that way too. And I've also just realized it's easier to do that, especially in a creative process. If you have a plan of what's going to happen. Yeah. Then you get things out faster. Yeah. Um, yeah. So being with Mitzi is like, hello, are you there? <laughs> just, for you out there, I just knocked on my forehead. Hello. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> Phoning in. Right. Are you on line one or are you on two today? <laughs> Let me know. I'm available whenever, but, you know, just phoning in. But that's beautiful. And then, so, <clears throat> how has learning this love language and getting your shit together maybe grown you as a person individually? Like, mm. do you feel more confident? Do you feel more capable? Mm. Um I guess I feel like I've heard we've all heard a lot of narratives as how relationships are draining and um, a bit more isolating, maybe. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't sound that way or it doesn't sound like that's the complete mm-hmm. uh, story. So for you guys, what have the learning those things allowed you to be able to do mm-hmm. maybe personally or together? Mm. I think it's allowed us to have more time together in terms of like having fun you know Mm, I think it's also hard when you work with your partner uh finding time for just you like don't talk about Michi don't talk about whatever so I think learning like the love languages and the what did you say just getting my shit together getting your shit together it, I think it sort of circles back to then having the fun times of like, let's go on this weekend trip. Yeah, so we have a rule every three months. 
we gotta go <laughs> really every three months that's we gotta amazing go. and Emily, even do if you it's not that? far away, <laughs> yeah you out there listening even if it's a staycation yeah or just like a day or two or days or a, a weekend. weekend weekend is mainly what we go for so like something not too far to where we can drive or take a bus or yeah. whatever get an airbnb and chill out just the two of us because yeah. that's another thing too we have so many people in our lives yeah that are in our lives daily that yeah. we don't always get to actually be together yeah even if we're in the same apartment sometimes we're not together like she'll be working on something yeah. and i'll be like in the room watching anime <laughs> so <laughs> it's like it's there's a lot of dividing factors um so yeah, getting that time to kind of reset ourselves, yeah, and then come back is nice and get some fresh air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Also, babe, just wanna, <laughs> babe, if you're there, <laughs> did you hear that? <laughs> Every three months, like, isn't that crazy? We'll talk about it when we get home. <laughs> so before we get out of here, this is this is the, so. Yeah, uh, Anya and Mitzi are. Can I call you Michi? Can Michi, we make that? Can she I really? calls me, she's been calling me Mitzi this whole time. That's totally cool. But I like oh. Mi- I like Michi. Can Michi? I call you that? Yeah. Our, is our relationship there yet? Yeah. Okay. I really like that name. Also, Emily, like, babe, don't you think that's such a cute baby name? Like Michi. Isn't that so cute? <laughs> so, oh, yes. Side note. Like, me and Emily have this thing where we hear cool names, and then we <laughs> talk about them as potential baby names. It's a thing. <laughs> So glad our relationship has moved to that level. Yes, but you guys are not the first queer identifying couple, I think. But you are the first and only biracial couple that I've interviewed thus mm. far. Um, if you are comfortable. Sure. How does that, or how or does, whatever word is best, does that affect your relationship at all? Not to the degree of what it would sound like. I think yeah. that... Mitz is really aware uh, and good at like catching herself yeah with things and I think it also helps that she has all these friends who are super different and cultured and yeah you know, eclectic so it, that helps but there are times where I'm like Mitz nah it's a black thing like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> like you can't but also you are biracial also. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yes, I just wanted to clarify that, too, because that also plays a part, too. But a lot white. <laughs> and I definitely have the white privilege, so I need to just... Yeah. <laughs> not speak sometimes. But I don't want you not to speak. Of That's, course yeah. not. And yeah. also, like, I made, I didn't make, but I asked Emily to watch Love Jones and Brown Sugar mm-hmm. and all of those movies that I really feel like only black people have seen. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> those... In some ways, that's like in some ways that's where I get my sense of humor from. Mm-hmm. That's also where I get my like stories about love. Or I did not watch. Oh my gosh, it's sad, super sad note. But like I went to visit my in laws who are Canadian and white. I love you guys. Hey, if you listen to the podcast, um, <laughs> but we had this huge conversation on Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Guys, I don't know. I know a lot of y'all don't listen who listen to this. Y'all don't seen this movie. I ain't seen a damn movie. Ain't no black people in that movie. <laughs> And it was so difficult to communicate that in yeah. such a way that wasn't like, there ain't no black people. No, I mean, we started just to like, I like sometimes watch things that I don't have to think about. Yeah. Like, 
we started watching Friends, and I'm sort of, I sort of low key hate it because there there's no, no black, black people. people. There's no black and people, and they're very white, and they're very privileged, and it's like sort of, it's annoying. But for me, it's like I love Friends because I can laugh at these white people. Yo, let it's me great. be the first to say we <laughs> used to live in Fort Worth, Texas. Shout out if I got any listeners in Fort Worth, because that's where my that's where my mom's side of the family was. Uh-huh. I remember those opening credits and them doing them moves where they shaking them shoulders. And I have the temperament of Phoebe in some ways. Like, my common sense is just always a little bit slower than yeah. you think. And if you meet me, you can, it makes sense because I actually am very, I think I'm very smart. Mm-hmm. It's just like basic stuff like look both ways before you cross the street. Mm. I get it in theory. I don't practice it. Yeah. I think Phoebe is mad funny, and then what's the what's Chandler? The, no, what's the song she plays oh. about the kitty? Smelly cat, smelly ah. cat. <laughs> Yo, I yeah, she's die. the funniest. Yo, I die. So, but I really didn't even think about Friends as being a white TV show until recently, and y'all, I'm like, it's just terrible. I'm when really, I really, really think black. About it. I'm yeah. re- yo, I'm really, really black. Like I swear to you, my mom and my daddy, all the things, mm-hmm. and I still think Smiley Cat is probably one of the <laughs> funniest things. She has so many good songs. <laughs> and let me really be really, really clear: Golden Girls. Oh, is I never watched that. And you white. <laughs> and let me tell you, every that show is based in floor with all the white people. Mm-hmm. The only black girl that comes on the show, I think, is like. Later on in the season, when Dorothy's remember her son gets married, and then they got the black family because the girl is black. Oh yeah, yeah. If you ain't seen the show, y'all, Golden Girls has some of the best writing, period. Because yes. I think this is before cussing was allowed on yeah. TV. <laughs> this is before Mama jokes, uh-huh. or at least they white people. And they're not gonna go for no Mama right. jokes. Blanche is a slut. I think there are 50 ways to say slut by the time you watch the first episode. It's just grade A humor. So I say all that to say I don't think classics have to be so... um, I love, love, love like Jamie Foxx, but yo, Golden Girls is my shit. That and Everybody Loves Raymond. And ain't not a one black person on Everybody Loves Raymond. I've never seen a black person. Not a one. That humor, though. And I I also bring that up because... um, I think we also, I think because we, I feel like we all travel in similar circles, mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of interracial couples. Mm-hmm. But I, I've been seeing a lot of, of Asian and black. Yeah. That's been like what I have seen a lot of that same where sex, we are. Different set, like, yes, we've been, seen it. Yeah, yes. Everywhere, <laughs> which is great. Yes. And I think it's, for me, it's just been cool because Anya's family is from Trinidad and Tobago, um, and I knew nothing about Trinidad and Tobago till I met Anya. Yeah. Um, so it's just fun to learn. Mm. Um, I feel like s- sometimes people say, like, oh, when you're not dating, or, like, when you date different people, maybe that's, like, an inner, like, you don't want to date your... Yeah. But I don't know. I also then, though, feel like... I think for us, it's just like we both sort of just wanted to learn from each other. I'm going to be real honest. Emily was really, really attractive. (laughs) I did not really. I'm going to be so honest. I don't even. I didn't even think I knew she was Canadian. To be really, really honest, I thought Emily couldn't clap one B. Cause if you if you ain't never seen her, y'all, and I know you seen her, cause I put her on my I can put her on my social media. But like, if you see her, y'all, she pasty, she pasty as hell. Uh-huh. How the hell am I supposed to know she can clap on beating to a two step? I mean, same. See what I mean? <laughs> and people be like, 
So for me, at least, it was not about you. Know, she was really, really, really cute. She had on these Air Maxes. I love Air Maxes. <laughs> she had on this cute denim thing. I love cute denim things. It was like totally not about the learning. Yeah. At all. And it's, it's funny too because people are like, "Oh, I can tell why you like her because because oh, she can do a two step." Or, but it's not. It has nothing to. Honestly, <laughs> what really attracted me to Mitzi was her family. Really? Her parents and grandma and brother are the best. Like, Aww. if if we were together, I'd probably be with her. Damn. <laughs> She would just go over and visit. Literally, like, well, I would. At least she's honest. <laughs> I admire the honesty. Yeah. And I think I also bring that up because I remember a good friend of mine um, was like, it takes a certain amount of labor mm. to date someone that is not of the other ethnicity or of the same ethnicity as you. And I just remember me and Emily were together mm-hmm. when a good friend of ours made this comment. And we was like, do you feel like you're going through some kind of labor? Now, do no. you feel like you're going through a lot of labor? <laughs> no. I will say, though, which we will talk about in another episode, meeting her family and spending the holidays with them outside of New York was a testament because we had to talk about fucking Miracle on 34th Street. And I was like, mm-hmm. how do I tell you that there are no black people in this movie? Yeah. So I probably haven't seen it. <laughs> but that's not, that's to, to be really honest, that wasn't our relationship. That was how we maybe merge families a bit. Right. But I, I think that's important because I wonder if some people don't even like, they see somebody cute and they don't even want to try to like mm-hmm. spit game or whatever because they think like, oh, there's not enough in common. And I yeah. think... Uh, though my complexion and my hair texture is a big part of me, I still watch the Golden Girls. Yeah. And so there are other ways to access me that aren't mm-hmm. um, maybe what meets the eye. Yeah. And I think it is the same for you guys, too. Yeah, for sure. I think I'm, also growing up in New York, too, like, I know New York still yes, has work to do, but... But you guys are by far the most diverse yeah. population I've ever been around. Yeah. New York, I think it's pretty... It's it's a blessing that it's pretty normal to see biracial yes much dating. more so than yeah. in texas much uh, more. much more so yeah and like schools are i mean depending where you go to school they're pretty yeah. diverse and yeah um for sure and i think it's also funny because you know people because i'm black you know everybody is like oh my god you were emo when you were in middle school, right? Yes, I'm like, I remember that. Yeah, this. was was that's not only a white thing. Yeah, you know, I listened to all of Paramore, Panic um, at the Disco. Oh, I remember, like Panic at the Disco. Oh, yeah. Side note, it wasn't because I was emo. I just really liked MTV Wake Up. Do you guys remember yes. that? And I had to wait on all the white songs until I got that one black song. But I had to learn the white songs. Otherwise, I was gonna be sitting up there looking sad face for the rest of the damn morning. One time. One time, Anya, this was like when we first started dating. I'll never forget. She was like, Mitzi, you know, you, you never play me your white music. Because <laughs> generally, I just like, I mean, I have the white music that I like, but like, I also just like, I just like music with soul. And I feel like I was that like, comes put, it with, put it on, put it on. I put it on, and it's a national, and I really love the national, but she was like, and I was no, like this nah. doesn't cut it. <laughs> It wasn't that white she was like, She was like, they're so full. I was like, so where? Then no. It takes a certain I'm type sorry. of person, I think. To sorry, like the national, national fans. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but, but no. It was funny, she cut it off. She didn't give them like 30 seconds. She like really? Paramore? Paramore, she, she got soul. She, I can't she, get with that music. What? She, she what? 
are you are you for real? It's like it's <laughs> Haley has a powerhouse. Listen, her voice is insane. Girl, when she said you are the only exception, I thought she was talking about me. What? Girl, Haley, if you ever see me, girl, I'm here for it. Crazy girl. You got me through, girl. Do you have you heard the song Crazy Girl? No. When she talking about I'm standing at your doorstep. I think she's talking about being in his closet. I wanna be that crazy girl. <laughs> I probably have been in another life. But yes. Also, side note, you didn't listen to the music? I listened to it. I listened to one song. I'm sorry. You're I, trifling. I, oh, you're I, trifling. Oh, you're trifling. It wasn't long enough. <laughs> I mean, okay, I listened to something else, but that was all I needed. I was like, okay, that's why you don't play it. <laughs> I get it. Okay. Babe, did you hear that? I just want to say Emily has played lots of music that I cannot really <laughs> identify with, but I listened to the whole thing. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to Heather and Vicky. Heather and Vicky are two of her friends from like childhood. They grew up together. Hey, Sheila. Sheila used to work with Jane. Jane is Emily's mama. We went to this wedding this week, this this past summer. Girl, I didn't know none of them songs. But did you know I learned a chorus and I was just Aww. singing my little heart out with Aww. them crazy. They weren't crazy, but with them white people. Also, shout out to my alma mater, AM. Thanks and Giggum. Y'all, we went to the club. And if you can see my face right now, you already know how I feel. I <laughs> hated going to the club because I already knew they was going to come up there. I would, okay, let me preface. I grew up in the day of like, she got a dog. Yes. And like, black, biggie, biggie, black, biggie, biggie. <laughs> so I wasn't really cultured. I just wanted to clarify that the only things that I knew how to do at the club was shake my ass fast or shake my ass slow. That, mm -hmm. Or was, grind on somebody. Or, that's what I said, slow. Mm hmm. <laughs> But it was really all about the ass. No shoulders, no hands, no feet. It had to be dark, too. Dark, maybe with some, like, blue, mm -hmm. red light. Mm -hmm. You can't see nothing but, like, really ice white tennis shoes because that's all the people wore. So just this, I'm trying to paint you the picture. Yes. So we go to the club, and, y'all, I'm, like, feeling hella good. I'm warm in between my face. I'm, my ears is, woo, I'm good. All I hear is... Oh, we're halfway there. I see oh, these God. white people. Terrible. They are belting. They feel like they about to come out they clothes. I mean, they is living. The song is living on a prayer. And a prayer is what I needed. Because I didn't know the song. All these white people is having that intimate white people moment. And I'm like, here go these white people. They always acting white. I don't know none of these damn songs. And it's not going to get any better for me. Oh, so I just want to say that, like, if I don't learn this chorus, I'm going to be sitting around. I'm, it's going to be like back when I was in the seventh grade. Right. That what was that song? She takes off her dress now. Dun 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 dun. Evil. I miss the bright side. That's what it is. I don't even know that song. I hated that damn song. <laughs> and that video was hella hella awkward. <laughs> but if I don't know these damn songs, girl, I'm gonna be sitting up there looking like I'm crazy. Mm. But it, I would have left. See what I mean? Uh uh. <laughs> and I'm trying to have me a good time. I'm gonna be with the white people for just about five more minutes. And that limits my experience. Yeah, y'all, I work at Gibney. Yeah, they know how to. They don't know how to twerk, but yeah, they know how to like let me DJ. Uh -huh. But if I don't learn how, if I don't learn them songs, girl, I ain't gonna go nowhere but with black mm -hmm. people. I gotta be looking for black people half the time. I'd be like, where they at? 
Mm-hmm. Where they and then we ain't young no more. I don't know of them damn. I don't know these new songs. Oh, my I can't God. do the shoot. I'm not about to do no damn backpack dance. Where <laughs> do I belong, girl? <laughs> we'll Google it. Where, but where do we belong? I don't know. No, no. I don't know. Not I'm this. just. I am. I have to say. Besides the national, her her family listens to a lot of different music Ooh, do y'all be playing like gap band and things like like her her dad loves um jimmy hendrix oh and I see. my mom loves aretha franklin yeah oh okay so we can get some great vine things yeah. going on okay um, okay okay love prince forever prince is like the god i see okay so you you got it on the end yeah it's okay. just a national that's okay. the only one <laughs> Babe loves Prince George. If Prince George ever see, um, they have the song called "The Light." I think it's called "The Lights." They're really great art. What is it? Prince George and Sylvan So Coffee. It's some stuff in her okay. catalog. <laughs> she also is like a huge like shoot salt and pepper fan. Okay. And she went to a Mary J. Blige concert. I love Mary J. Blige. <laughs> so we can She's a Capricorn too. Come on, Emily. Because is she not magical? <laughs> Y'all, Capricorns, we will do a whole ep- I like I, I, I promise you. I'm going to get all my friends together who are Capricorns, and we're going to have a whole powwow, and we're just going to cultivate, stir up all of our Capricorn juices because we're magical. <laughs> but we say all that. I guess I say all that to say that, like, they're, they're obviously, my blackness is as vibrant and multifaceted as all the other things. And I think you guys' relationship and also Emily and I's relationship is a testament to that. Yeah. And also represent also just like hashtag representation matters. It is really hard to see couples that don't look like you. And so when you finally get one, I'm like, oh, they look mm-hmm. like us. It's like, do you go through the same thing? Do you do things? <gasps> do you leave the drawers open? I do too. <laughs> does she does she be polite? Oh, mine does too. <laughs> it all it all works out. Okay, so before we get out of here, you gotta give me some plugs. Where can we find you? Where will we see you next? Okay, okay. So you can find us on Facebook, I think Twitter still, um, Instagram, at Michi Yaya Dance for all platforms. Um, our website, www.michiyayadance.org. Um, you can, uh, what else? Please come see our show at the 14th Street Y, April 25th through the 28th. You can get your tickets now. April 25th through the 28th. Mm-hmm. Got it. You can get your tickets on our website. Yes. Uh, yeah. We love to If stay you in would touch. like to help support, let me say that again. If you would like to help support, yes, Michiyaya Dance. Where do we go to give you support? You can go to slash support Oh my. Simple. And we want the stuff that folds, mm-hmm. not the stuff that jingles. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. Mm-hmm. all right guys uh, oh my gosh before we get up out of here let me give a huge shout out to mike brun and kuhu verma that is the composer and vocalist for my opening theme song i know you love it and they did a great job so thanks mike uh always remember that if you want to be a part of the conversation you can email me at katie smiles.nyc that's katie because it's my name smiles because what is it <laughs> it's cute that <laughs> nyc because that's where we add always make it live make it breathe but guys you always gotta make it bye i think guys you're the bomb <laughs> you are so good